to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And we're officially in the feature of next-gen gaming. Yeah. Today is the official launch of the Xbox Series X and S. All we have to wait for is the PS5 in two days. Yep. For those that actually get one. Yeah. Uh, both consoles have had a lot of devastating news regarding supply for not just people trying to get their hands on them, but also people who have already pre-ordered and been billed by yeah. retailers. Yeah. Amazon apparently has billed people who have received notices that they will not get their console for the unseen future. Yeah. I feel like I saw something saying some people weren't going to, like, Amazon said, oh, you're not going to be getting your shipment until December. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? How does that work? I guess that's exciting for the concept of, okay, cool, I guess we could use this as, like, a Christmas gift strategy now, assuming it's for the kids or... Yeah, but if it's not, <laughs> <laughs> then you're just fucked. Yeah, then you're just, like, you grow to resent Christmas. Yeah. You're like, fuck Christmas. Fuck a Christmas making me wait <laughs> to play my games. Yeah. We have the Xbox Series X. Yeah. We were fortunate to get a pre-order thanks to you and your mad Microsoft <laughs> ordering skills. Yeah. It's funny because I didn't at all intend to go through the Microsoft store, but we kept, like, we had a plan. We were going through it and I was like, okay, I'll get Target. Uh, well, you get Target, I'll get Best Buy. And then I was like, okay, well, Best Buy didn't work. So then I was like, well, let me try Walmart. And they didn't work. Oh, I didn't even realize that wasn't your first attempt. No, it wow. wasn't. Wow, okay. Yeah, I tried everything I can think of. I even tried Target again, since you'd already tried. And then I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm just yeah, going to go on Microsoft's website. And Target has happened. put a very sour taste in my mouth. Yeah. Uh, I was so upset about yeah. about trying to order from them. Yeah. Also the PS5. I, I had a PS5 in my cart with Target. Yeah. And as soon as I went through the fucking motion of the mm-hmm. the confirm, oh, sorry, this is sold out. A Walmart what? fucking did that to me, too. But, like, they cock-teased me multiple times mm-hmm. where after that, like, yeah, later they, in they the just, day. They just put the pre-order on, like, a, a fishing rod. Later in the day, it, like, notified me on my phone, like, you know, oh, an item you added to your cart is now available. And I clicked, and it's it's a PS5 or whatever. Mm. Fuck, I don't remember which one. I Whichever console it did this for i was fucking mad because it was like oh it's available and i was like oh fuck and i was like okay and then like i click on it and it was like this item's out of stock and i was like well fuck you guys i literally just got the notification a half a second ago so like maybe it was out of stock by the time i even mm. got the notification you have to assume people are literally just staring at their phones or computer yeah. screens on these websites waiting because yeah. like yeah. how do they go in so short of a time period yeah unless it's complete bots buying them all yeah like i don't know how people possibly know because even if you get you see like a a social media feed announcement of it Mm -hmm. you still the time it takes you to to see that and then move on to go get it is at least 30 seconds right yeah easily so i don't know it's it was a shit show, so I'm we're lucky that I was able to yeah, get one. Yeah, so we were really fortunate. I was actually shocked that yeah. I was able to even get one on Microsoft Store, so. And it didn't look like we were going to get the PS5, but yeah. luckily I got the email on the second batch from Sony mm-hmm. to order one. So yeah. we got both consoles directly from each company itself. No retail stores this time. Yeah. So I'm very excited. Yes. And it's going to be on my mind all evening as we do yeah. a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> that I have an Xbox Series X right fucking there yeah. that I am not playing. Yeah, if you notice Steven talking a lot faster this episode, <laughs> you'll know why. <laughs> or spacing out, yeah. just daydreaming I'm about sorry, what were you talking about? <laughs> me and my Xbox. I'm sorry, uh, what, what is this? Who are you? <laughs> Where are we? What time is it? So yeah, in the interest of expediency, we wanna we wanna get into the new next gen of gaming. So let's get into our news for movies and TV, and yeah, very gaming related. Well, I mean, you and me, we want to get into gaming. Ah, right. Like outside of the podcast. So let's start, so we can be done. <laughs> That's the spirit. <laughs> Just bad timing. The best podcast to not want you to listen to. <laughs> That's not what I meant. It's still going to be a good episode, but we should get started. I suppose we should. Yeah. Uh, well, let's start, start everybody off with the new releases um, for this upcoming week. And uh, we've officially reached that time of the year where it seems like somebody told all the streaming services, hey, yeah, don't worry about releasing anything new. Just resurrect all the hundreds of old bullshit fucking Christmas movies and post them all over the place. To be fair, yes, that is accurate every year. But on top of that, we do have that gap of the pandemic delays and just complete shutdowns, which True. are now going to show in yeah. the catalogs that services have, That's right? Fair. That's fair. They're running out of new stuff to have. That's fair. Because all the stuff that was being worked on, if it has been finished, has probably already been out yet or so already. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. But it's still really irritating when I'm like going through the list of things. What's new this week? And then it's like Christmas package, bloody blah, the next Christmas princess. No one cares. The next one. <laughs> what happened to the old one? I don't know. Ooh, go watch the movie. I don't give a fuck yeah. what happened to her. You thought it was a you thought it was a romantic comedy. <laughs> that motherfucker was a horror film. <laughs> oh man. It was certainly a horror film. Okay. All right, so I do have a couple of things from most of the streaming services. Uh, November 11th, The Liberator is releasing, which is, what, what's that, tomorrow, right? So that's an animated World War II series, and it's called animated, but, like, based on it, the trailer, it's, like, it looks like somebody put, like, the sketch filter over a movie yeah, or a it, show. Yeah, it looks like they so, just filmed live action yeah, and, then and then put some kind of filter on yeah which was like they literally probably just a one click yeah at first i was like, like oh, oh cool adobe lets you do this yeah oh cool let's just publish it that way yeah i, I mean at, it at first cool. i was kind of excited because i was like that's kind of a different concept i haven't seen like a war theme on an animated show and then i looked and i was like well i don't really know that i would call it animated technically mm. but whatever anyway it's it'll be there so check it out november 15th i'm excited for season four of the crown it's gonna be good mm-hmm uh, also, November 15th, they're putting V for Vendetta back on Netflix. Only 10 days late. Wow, way to go. Where the fuck was it on November 5th? I don't know. Dumb. You should explain this, because you you asked me this question, and I had no clue where you were going with it. Well, it's the, the remember, remember the 5th of the November. It's the whole thing with Guy Fox and whatever the fuck happened over there in that movie. Mm, <laughs> it's, yes. like, based on a historical event. I'm going to be honest, though. Yeah. I don't know where... The census stands with this film as far as popularity or mm-hmm. enjoyment. Granted, I was a lot younger when I saw this. Mm-hmm. I was bored as shit with this film. And after I saw it, I was like, yeah, I'll never be watching that again. Weren't you really, like, when you, how how old were you, though? I don't know, when it come out. I, I don't know. Exactly. So, 
<laughs> I was probably like 18-ish, I would say, maybe early 20s. So I wasn't oh, like okay. really young, but Got like it. I was at an age where okay. like so you should have you know intervened and chained in theory. Give me action and boobs. Like right. I'm not at an age where <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for something compelling. Gotcha. Um. Well, it's like Treason Day or some shit like that in the UK. That's like a real historical event that happened. And yeah. so so why the fuck aren't we celebrating that? <laughs> I mean, if anyone was a part of treason in the UK, I think it would be America. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. So, I don't know. I was just kind of surprised. I didn't look to see where it was before that. It might have been on a different streaming service, but it just seems like, I mean, did, is it just a typo? Like, if somebody just fuck up and put the 15th instead of the 5th? <laughs> it was supposed to be the 5th, yeah. and someone's like, Ooh. oops. <laughs> I gotta widen my zeros a little more. Yeah. <laughs> they were in a real big hurry to leave. Or I guess um, you'd have to shrink your zeros. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's about it. There wasn't a whole lot else going on on Netflix besides 14,000 Christmas movies. So as I mentioned, <laughs> um, so Hulu, November 13th, uh, note for us, our subscription ends that day. So we have to watch. Here's the thing. Okay. You're going to try to renew it again, I think you? I need to renew one more month because, and this is a good reason, mm-hmm. Fargo season four will have two episodes, I think, left when our shit gets canceled why don't we just get a free trial i need to finish it because it's a really good season okay we'll just keep track of what episode and by that i just mean show because every season is really good okay well we'll figure that out but uh nonetheless we have on that day november 13th i am greta it's a documentary about greta thunberg who's the like 15 year old climate activist from Mm -hmm. like sweden i think Mm -hmm. which is like big in the news maybe last year year before um that might be kind of interesting for people who are interested in that she's trying to cool down the planet from what i heard yeah she's just throwing she's just going around city by city just sprinkling ice everywhere yeah um and this one's interesting i i'm almost certain it's in another language but i'm still interested in it it's called sputnik and it's a new movie and it's like a drama horror uh space alien encounter type movie but in the cold war instead of like futuristic Okay. So I'm I have not heard anything about this. I just discovered this when I was looking at what comes out, and I was like, this sounds right up our alley. Okay, well, I I will definitely want to be checking that out. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. So it's Friday. Yes. Which makes sense. It's, you know, Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. I didn't realize that. We should watch all of the Friday the 13th movies that day. No, we shouldn't. (laughs) Get our pumpkin spice coffees. No. No. Cuddle up watching uh, are you gonna confess- homicidal hockey player. Are you going to confess to the podcast listeners that you're a fucking basic bitch with your coffee? I've already said that um. I enjoy pumpkin spice flavors. Have I not? <laughs> Just making sure everybody We had knows. a whole conversation about this a few episodes ago. <laughs> I know. It's just ridiculous. If, if we have a new listener who didn't know that, yeah. you're welcome. <laughs> and now you have a nice little tease to go back a few episodes. Yeah. Hear what I really think of it. <laughs> All right, November 14th. You know um, what I want now, too? I want them to, like, do, like, reverse engineer these, like, ridiculous flavors mm-hmm. that they throw in everything. Yeah. And I want them to make, like, coffee-flavored pumpkin pie. You know? Oh, that actually sounds kind of good. Yeah, exactly. Fuck your shit. Now I feel like I have to try to make that. I mean, I'm, I'm down with it. We got a Friendsgiving coming up in the yeah, next week. we do. We All could, right. We can impress some people. Okay, don't forget that. Remind me again after we're done. I mean, they don't listen to our podcast. Yeah. They don't support us, so so, <laughs> so they, they won't know. It'll so be a nice surprise. they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> you know what? 
We'll make two pies. We'll make a coffee-flavored pumpkin pie and then a shit-flavored <laughs> apple pie. And they could have that one. Yeah. But according to you, it could just be an apple pie. And exactly. Okay. <laughs> They're like, oh my god, this apple pie tastes like shit. What's in it? <laughs> Apples. All right, we're getting off track. Um, that said, I love red apples. Green apples are the problem. Yeah. November 14th, The Dictator, which is obviously it came out in 2012. It's not a new movie. It's but in case movie. anybody was interested in watching it, um, it's coming to Hulu. That's a good one to put on because Borat 2 just came out, yes. right? Yeah. And it had a bunch of hype. There's a resurgence in exactly. interest in Exactly. So Sacha anybody who wants to see more of that kind of material but his older stuff, yeah. it's the same concept. He plays a different character. Obviously, it's a dictator. Yeah. What? But if you don't have Hulu, it's also going to be on Amazon Prime. So don't despair. Makes sense. Makes sense. Hopefully you have one of those. Yeah. <laughs> uh, November 13th on Amazon Prime is going to be American Horror Story 1984, season 9. I know people mm-hmm. are really into that show. I've never seen, yeah. I've only seen a few episodes of their early stuff. Yeah, I'm pretty interested in this one. It's, it sounds like it's going to be like a prequel to my life. All right. <laughs> um, and then November 14th on Amazon Prime, we have Scrubs season 1 through 9. So that might be kind of fun to rewatch. Mm-hmm. I don't want no scrubs. All right. You're just, you're terrible right now. Um, and November 14th, like I said, The Dictator also coming to Amazon Prime. Okay, so HBO Max, November 12th, they have Colin Quinn and Friends, a parking lot comedy show. I'm going to assume Amy Schumer is going to be on this because it seems like she has a really like close relationship with him mm, okay. based off the uh, Amy Schumer documentary that they had okay. a few months ago. Which is really good. People should go check that out. Okay. Uh, And then on November 14th, Doolittle, the one with Robert Downey Jr. RDJ. Yeah. Um, Iron Man. Yeah. I I was like, Willem's Iron Man in my head. And I was like, no, that's not his name. (laughs) That's why I was like, question mark? And I was saying it. Um, Man, they've really changed Iron Man. He lost the suit and gained a bunch of animals. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's coming to HBO Max on November 14th, and November 16th, His Dark Materials Season 2 starts. Or releases. I think it's probably the whole thing, because it's HBO Max. They, they, yeah, I think they, throw, they throw it all once, out right? once, I believe. Yeah, pretty excited about that. I haven't seen that. Uh, if not, we'll hear about it in the reviews. I'm sure we will, yeah. <laughs> um, Disney Plus. I think we need a drum roll for this one. Okay. The Mandalorian, Season 2, Episode 3. What? That's it. <laughs> I, w- that, I was not expecting that. Yeah. Did M. Night Shyamalan direct the release? It's possible. Yeah, we'll have to find out. Wow. I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you on that. Okay. Um, And to follow it up, Peacock has nothing new this week either. Just yeah. new episodes of shows that are currently running. So, cool. Apparently, they're not a peacock, and you do not need to let them fly. Yeah, they'd, they'd rather just stay on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Motionless. Yeah. Uh, th- What's for Thanksgiving? <laughs> peacock. <laughs> um, we haven't had this category in a while, but I had to add it in because there's actually a couple of theater releases. I don't know where. Clearly not here, but... Um, November 13th, there's three movies, so this Friday. Three movies coming out to theaters, potentially, near you. So, look around, find out. 
Mank is a story about Herman J. Mankiewicz um, as he wrote Citizen Kane. So some film buffs might be into that. Is it a documentary or is it like like a reenactment of his on, life? Like a... It's a based on story. It's not okay. a documentary especially. It's kind of like to- Tolkien? Oh, Tolkien. Yeah. Tolkien? Yeah. I was Sorry, thinking... Emphasis you on said, the E. You said it and I was like, Token? Like from South Park? <laughs> I thought that too and I'm the one that's... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, it's kind of like that. Which it's, we haven't watched yet. I think it's no, on HBO. No, we haven't, yeah. Okay, and then also Freaky, which we had we talked about the trailer for this, I think, a while back. Yeah, Vince That's, Vaughn. It's like a swap bodies yeah. twist on a horror It's a Freaky idea. Friday, but like it seems like it's going to be better. That's what I was thinking, Freaky Friday. Yeah. Um, and then Fat Man, that ridiculous movie that you showed me the trailer for. Oh, we're definitely going to be renting this yeah. when it hits So good news VOD. for you on that is... That actually also comes to digital on November 24th in the U.S. So. Okay. Um, I'm not sure that it's going to be like watch with your family friendly, but. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I didn't yeah. think so. Yeah. But uh, as soon as I saw the date, I was like, oh, that would be cool. I've given up the idea of watching anything I want. Yeah. With my family. Yeah, we're probably going to watch the next Christmas Princess. I have the complete opposite interest. <laughs> Same. In content as my parents. I guess I can just hope your mom wants to watch The Crown. Like, if I watch something <laughs> that I want to watch, it's just in hopes that they aren't going to judge me too much yeah yeah um yeah so that wraps up what's being released in the Mm -hmm. next week i can tell you some shit that's not being released please do uh well first off no surprise here amc theaters has posted over a 90 percent drop in revenue since last year wow that's fucked yeah, uh, this was all based off their fiscal third quarter, where they have a total of $119.5 million in revenue. Last year, in 2019, they had over $1 billion in revenue. Jesus Christ. Obviously, most, most of the year they've been closed or at low capacity, right? Right. So it's not a surprise. Yeah. But this is a very scary position for a big chain. In fact, I think AMC is considered the biggest chain are, yeah. in the world yeah. to be in, right? So I think this is words of bankruptcy surrounding mm-hmm. this news. Yeah, I would not be surprised by that. I mean, they, they had already talked about stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I think they've been able to hold on. I mean, and it explains why they're doing all the rent out of theater. You right, know. exactly. Maybe they'll drop that price a little bit, huh? Yeah, maybe. Or they'll let you bring in your booze this time. Yeah, I mean, no booze is worth paying $250 for. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you better be hammered off of one sip. Yeah, yeah. So getting that out of the way, the news of some of these movies is no surprise. Disney removed Free Guy, the Ryan Reynolds comedy based in a online video game world. That's a big bummer. Uh, They've taken that off of the release schedule that was going to be December 10th. And they have not put it in any other slot. So it's just off the table for now. I'm kind of fingers crossed that that's a on-demand thing that they're going to strategize. Yeah, I'd be okay with that for sure. Because I feel like it's not something I need to see in theaters. But I really want to see it. Yeah. Um, also, Death on the Nile, which apparently is a sequel to Murder on the Something Express. Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah. I have not seen it. I know there's an older one and there's a remake that was recent, but this is apparently some kind of spinoff or sequel to that film. Okay. That was planned for December 18th, also taken off with no replacement release date. Bummer. Yep. In the TV realm, 
interrogation on CBS All Access has been canceled after one season. This was the show that you watched where it was out of order. You could watch it in whatever order to try and give you a a unique take on the experience. Right. Whether somebody... Yeah, you could follow the evidence yourself or whatever, supposedly, Mm -hmm. yeah. It was based off of a true crime in the Mm -hmm. the 80s, right? Yeah. South LA or something like that? Yes. I watched the first episode, but I didn't go on past that. Canceled already, huh? I guess you could call it CBS Some Access. Got (laughs) him! You were holding that one by your hip this whole time. I was. I was waiting. (laughs) You had it on both hips, just in case. Yeah, just in case. Which direction do I need to to hit with this? I mean, I can't say that I'm that surprised, though, because I felt like the Mm -hmm. place that the story ended was like, yeah, I don't know that anybody needs to see more of this. They really need to just change CBS All Access to be called CBS We Have Star Trek. Yeah. (laughs) Well, they're rebranding to Paramount Plus next year, so. That's true. We'll just be like. Paramount Paramount Plus Star Star Trek. Trek. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Star Trek streaming service. (laughs) Uh, In the... Hulu front, Castle Rock, the Stephen King-based psychological thriller, I believe it is, mm-hmm. has been canceled after two seasons. Oh, I see. This is, I think, what I feel like this is one of the bigger is, shows on Hulu. Yeah, this is one of the ones that we keep saying, like, yeah, we want to watch this, yeah. and then we never I've do. watched the first episode two times, because the second time <laughs> I was like, oh, I should rewatch it, because I don't remember right. anything, because it was so yeah. long. And then here we are And again. I still haven't watched after that. <laughs> Uh, so I have a lot of thoughts on the first episode. So it's officially been canceled uh, with no real explanation as to why, but I assume it's based off pandemic budget issues. Yeah, that's and a safe bet. Probably viewership, I would imagine. Right. But that's not the only Stephen King based show that's getting canceled. Really? Over on HBO, The Outsider was mm-hmm. actually in the works for a second season. But HBO decided to cancel the show after... Is the first season already out? Yeah, they've oh, had a okay. first season. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember it's this show. It's got Jason Bateman. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, so they have they have a full season. They already started some work on season two. But then they canceled it after that point. Because they were like, never mind. But it seems like they are trying to shop the show around to other premium services. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. I mean, you could... See Netflix probably probably picking them up because it, they have ties with Jason Bateman, right? He's mm-hmm. he's done shows with them and yeah. work with them, so yeah. very true. I'm sure the networking would be easy there. Yeah, I guess we'll see where that goes. Yep. Now for a little bit of positive news, unless you get off to the idea of things being canceled. <laughs> I mean, I don't, but it seems like a lot of people in society do. Yeah. <laughs> Netflix is just booming on new subscriptions with all their cancellations. (laughs) Uh, Umbrella Academy was renewed for season three on Netflix. That's good. Yeah. And apparently production is going to begin in February in Toronto. Okay. That's good. That's pretty quickly. That means they've got their whole season planned out long before season two. Yeah. Right? Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, that's good news and hopefully there's no delays. I mean, I... Show or not, I yeah. would hope that the world gets better as far as a pandemic goes. Yeah, definitely. Um, but in the sense of it being here, let's hope that this kind of stuff can still function. Yes. Colin Firth is joining a zombie action comedy called New York Will Eat You Alive. 
Okay. This is based on a webcomic and anime series called Zombie Brother. So That's... this sounds pretty fitting for what he did in the Kingsman. Right. Uh, was it the first or the second? It was the first one, right? There was like that entire church scene where he's just mowing down people. Oh, yeah. With, yeah. A, with a handgun or just he's just violently beating the shit and killing yeah. everybody. Yeah. I think you're right. I forgot about that. That's I mean, they point. weren't zombies, but... Right. But it was, you know, you know... Throw some decayed makeup on these bitches yeah, and... call it good. You got yourself a, a zombie movie. Yeah. Turns out they just reused the footage. Yeah, they, they just CGI <laughs> mustaches on them. <laughs> mustaches and, like, some, like, <laughs> decayed-looking skin. Yeah, mustaches. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> maybe that's just my mustaches. Oh. Maybe Maybe I just can't grow up. Do you a, have more than one mustache? Yeah. You got the side stash, the front stash, the butt stash. No. Oh. You guys all have butt stashes? I don't think so. I'm saying you guys as, yeah. the, as though like, there's more than just to? you here. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess the cats, the cats all have, have butt, butt stashes. stashes. They have That's plenty good... of stashes on their butt. They've got like all over stashes. They stash stashes, you know? <laughs> Uh, Jurassic World Dominion. This is the third installment in the new soft reboot-ish of the franchise. Mm-hmm. Is officially done filming via deadline. They wrapped up filming in the UK's Pinewood studio, which required more than 40,000 COVID tests with millions spent on pro- on protocols. Jesus Christ. 40,000 COVID tests. See? Okay. Nope. I'm not going to... Never mind. Y- your science uh, <laughs> insight isn't... You don't want to go there with this? I just... I just want to say one thing. Obviously, I want the movie industry to succeed. But um, when there's a huge shortage of supplies in the world, like the world, maybe this isn't the best use of them. Just throwing that out there. You know what? <laughs> I read this news uh-huh. back when I was doing the outline, uh-huh. and my first thought was, I know exactly what Jessica's thought's going to be on this, <laughs> and you Were did you not right? disappoint. Okay. <laughs> so, pat on my back yeah. for knowing my wife. Yeah, that's good. My wife. <laughs> yeah, I fucking do it, okay. and I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, so this had a 0.25% positive return rate. So, so I guess a so fourth of a percent. A fourth of the percent of all the tests that they used were positive. So they're saying? Yes. So, I mean, that's good though, right? Yeah, that's that's really, very low. It's really good. Yes. But I guess going back to your point, those could have been used theoretically on people who were potentially positive and needed to know. Yes. I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah. But apparently, and I'm not, this is going to piss you off more, I guess, <laughs> Universal commissioned a private medical facility called Your Doctor, which handled all of this for the production of the film. Yeah, I feel like I'm in the wrong business. I feel like I should have gone, I should have founded a business during mm-hmm. this pandemic that was just in charge of going to movie sets and, like, testing people. Right? Because... I don't know how long this is going to last for, Do you but... think, like, travel nurses, like, private travel nurses, mm-hmm. like, probably made bank doing that oh, kind yeah, of 100%. shit, huh? Mm-hmm. Like, for celebrities and stuff? Yeah. Especially they because... They probably just, like, roam in their, like, 
their click and yeah. go with them. Mm-hmm. Test them every couple hours. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy what money does. Yeah. You know what it does? Hmm. It talks. Yeah, it sure does. Much like tenants lackluster showing in the theaters. Yeah. And because of that, it's getting an early release to 4K, to Blu-ray, to DVD apparently. What? And digital. December 15th, Tenant will be available nice. for everyone very soon. Good. I'm very right. excited because I've Which is to funny because Nolan was so adamant that this is a theater experience yeah. and he's not going to like let that get ruined. They probably were like, listen, you don't have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is obviously based off the the box office numbers for this film. Right. During the pandemic, not very many theaters were open, obviously. So it makes sense. But domestically... It only got $53.8 million. Internationally, it did a lot better. $293.3 million. Yeah. With a total of $350 million total box office Revenue. profits. Okay. Interesting. I mean, I assume that's because a lot of, some of the other countries opened up again before we yes. were able to. So. But we never saw it. So yeah. this will be nice. We can actually see it sooner than later. Yeah, definitely. That one, I feel like um, we could potentially watch with your parents around christmas no or yeah. actually we might not want to wait that long we'll it's watch possible it. yeah i hear i i've heard a lot of people say that this film has problems with the audio though where mm. it's hard to hear people at times okay because of the way that they balance the audio mm-hmm. so i feel like with that it's definitely a at-home experience for me gotcha okay well because you can that. you know adjust it as you're watching right you don't yeah. have to worry about not being able to understand what they're saying half the movie. Yeah. In the Disney Plus realm, uh, showrunner Leslie Hedlund said in an interview with Fantastic Frankie <laughs> regarding her all-female-centric action thriller in the Star Wars universe, I would say it's in a pocket of the universe and a pocket of the timeline that we don't know much about. So it sounds like this series is going to be its own thing. We're not going to recap shit that we already know you know yeah. jedi are probably not a thing the sith are probably not a thing it's right it sounds like they're going something completely original that you know is in the universe but has a fresh take which is kind of what we got the the spew of when it was going to be the trilogy movies like that what what was the the team that was going to work on those films the game of thrones people the game of thrones people yeah <laughs> forgot their names <laughs> uh, but also ryan johnson right wasn't he supposed to do like a whole new trilogy is that even a thing still oh, no that was kind of the same speed with that right it was okay. going to be a whole different chapter and and yeah separate from everything else yeah and speaking of disney plus it's a semi-gaming related but i put it here currently xbox game pass ultimate subscribers have access to a free 30-day trial of disney plus here's the catch though it does not stack on top of your current subscription it's only valid for new subscribers it's fucking rude so if you already have disney plus it's kind of useless to you but in my experience with other subscriptions that you can claim on their perks section what i found is what you could do is you can claim it with that email that you have already used with disney plus but then when you go to the actual site to register for Disney Plus, you can use a different email and make a different profile. Oh, okay. 
obviously you wouldn't need to do this unless you were no longer on Disney Plus because otherwise you just have two subscriptions in the same month that are useless, right? Yeah. So if you're ending, if you're on the month of month, we're on the three year, so mm-hmm. it's useless good. to us. Yeah. <laughs> you could theoretically cancel it and when it ends, activate this and then do it with a different email to get another month if you want to go through the effort. Otherwise, what you could do is just get the code through your service and give it to a friend or a family member who doesn't have Disney Plus and they can enjoy a month of it. Try it out, yeah. you know? You can use that like group watch feature or whatever the fuck with them while they have it. Yeah, there you go. It's a good call. All right. Got some fairly big news. It's not that great. Uh, Fantastic Beast franchise. Gellert Grindelwald, the big bad. The main from, antagonist. The huh? main antagonist. Played by Johnny Depp, formerly, now, apparently. He's being forced to exit the franchise based on uh, the results of... So he had recently sued the tabloid or whatever that... The Sun, the UK tabloid, yeah. Yeah, that slandered him um, and said that he was like a wife beater. Obviously, we've seen things in the news with the court case that have given different details on the situation... So, unfortunately, he lost that case with them. And afterwards, uh, Warner Brothers asked him to step down. Uh, I mean, he gets to keep his full salary, which is cool. But uh, that still kind of sucks. That yeah, well, leaving. I mean, logically, he would, right? Cause yeah. Because they're the ones asking. They chose after signing a contract with him. It's not like he did anything out that right. would affect the contract they made. Yeah. He, his Instagram post says, I wish to let you know that I have been asked to resign by Warner Brothers from my role as Grindelwald in Fantastic Beasts, and I have respected and agreed to that request. This is pretty straight and to the point. Yeah. There was more to it, but that was the gist yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. I feel like, yes, they're saying that they asked him and that he... Mm, yeah. He, he went along with it. But let's be honest. Behind the scenes, it was probably more of a... Beat it. You're gone. Yeah. Poor choice of words. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this this is a real bummer. I'm, I'm, a, I'm sad to see something like this happening because of how the court case found that... Well, here's why it's like very confusing to me. He was suing the tabloid for slander, right? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't something that was like a criminal case against him. Right. He wasn't the defendant in this. Right. Yeah, he was the plaintiff. Is that what they say? Yes. yes. So, unfortunately, the UK court ruled somehow that he didn't have enough proof, I guess. Yeah. So, this doesn't say that he's guilty of anything. Yeah. All it's saying is, we can't say that what was said of you wasn't true. Yeah. By their definition. Yeah. Now, my biggest issue with this is WB was okay with asking him to leave mm-hmm. because of the issue. However, there's been a lot of evidence to support that Amber Heard also, if not more so, was at fault for domestic abuse in the relationship, right? Yeah, I've seen a lot of things that said that she, it turns out that she was the abuser. And yeah, from what I understand, she that's... was faking getting punched in the face or something. So yeah. she could say he punched her. Yes. Uh, there was a supposedly audio or video of that. Yeah. Um, so for the sake of fairness... If he's going to be dismissed from a project because of this whole issue yeah. with their relationship, mm-hmm. whether it's our business or not, they've, you know, 
Yeah. The courts have made it our business, apparently. Yeah. So, with that said, why why is Amber Heard not at all getting the same fate as him? Yeah. Because it seems like she is more at fault or guilty of anything that's he's basically being punished for. Yeah. So, really, she won, right? Yeah. Her, her goal was to ruin his career, and it seems like she may have done that. Yeah. And not only is she not being punished for it, but now she's apparently going to be rewarded for it. It really sucks that we're in situation in a situation like this because I, I imagine it's difficult for any company or anyone to want to call out a woman who claims to have been abused because people have his... We've basically just given people the benefit of the doubt because you think, who would lie about that? But it's no. Been, rational no person. reasonable person yeah. would and of course it's been proven that she lied about some of that and so it, it's really upsetting and i think that true victims of abuse should be fucking pissed about this too because she's standing on the shoulders of people who actually suffered throughout the whole me too movement situation yeah, this is a and benefiting from something that she's actually a perpetrator of this is abuse. a very problematic yeah. stance that WB has made because yeah. they basically said they are okay with the double standard as long as it makes them money. Yeah, it definitely seems to me that if she was a man, she would have lost her job already. And I don't typically take that stance, as you know. Yeah. So, I mean, and you bring up a very good point. Like, this is an issue because this kind of stuff does happen. There are women out there who are abused mm-hmm. and they have very serious you know, risks and, and, and fear for their life and, and they need to be taken seriously and they truly are victims. Yeah. This kind of a thing now puts doubt in people's minds. Like, see, exactly. Women can just lie about this yeah. because they want to get something yeah. out of it, whether it be financially or just, you know, to criminalize somebody or whatever. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so that takes away from people who really do need the help and support to get through these things and get yeah. away from such yeah. toxic relationships. Exactly. And I'm by default a fairly skeptical person. Like, you know me, whenever I say mm. somebody called in sick, I work like, that bitch isn't fucking sick. I yeah. don't care. I don't care who they are. And I'm really torn. So like this bothers me because I was automatically fairly skeptical, skeptical of a lot of things that I heard about Hollywood over the last mm. several years. And but I tried to like maintain an open mind and be understanding and accepting and like okay nobody should be lying about this so like maybe it's real but this is taking us stepping so many so many steps backwards it's mm-hmm. really upsetting and also it feels like wasn't she kind of a bigger part of the initial Me Too concept like she obviously didn't make it but like it felt right. like she was one of those stories that was heavily backing it right. Uh, yeah, to I think so. kind of make it more of a known thing. Yeah. And this is why I'm torn, because I do want to go see Aquaman 2. Yeah. But if she's going to be in it, which it sounds like she is, it doesn't seem like WB has made any stance on her not being in it, then it, it's hard for me to want to support that, right? Yeah. I don't want to punish everybody else who's in that film or a part of that film. Right. But giving them money over something that I feel was a injustice no pun intended, it's going to be hard to justify that, right? To, to, right. to say, here, here, take my money because they're not learning anything. They're not, they're, you're not punishing WB for, for taking such a stance. Yeah. Which it's, it feels like a lot of people feel this way. 
I don't know the numbers. I don't know the majority if people are are against her or against him, but it seems like a lot of people have backed this idea that he was wrongfully taken out of this, you know, this project. Right. When at the very least, if he's guilty, then she's guilty. Right. They both seem to have had a, a dance and a yeah. tango yeah. in this situation. Right. So I guess for the fairness of equality, it, it's, it sucks. It's a bad precedent to set. And I feel like WB is clearly doing it because it's, easier to make money off somebody who's showing half her tits on screen right yeah. in a big yeah franchise yeah for the dceu yeah plus on the other side here's my thought on this there's already the controversy stuff with the author of the harry potter franchise right right they're not going to get rid of the the franchise altogether right over getting rid of one actor in the project. Yeah, they, right? they can't drop her, so to distance themselves from as much negative press as possible, exactly. they drop him. Whether he was really guilty of anything or not, I feel like their logic was probably, we know we're going to struggle with this film financially. Let's try and eliminate as many potential negatives yeah. that could prevent this film from succeeding. Right. And I think that's what they were trying to go for. Yeah, that's probably part of it, at least. I liked the franchise either way, so I'm going to be seeing the film. I mean, I'm, whoever they cast, I'm not going to be like, fuck that guy. Yeah. I'm not seeing this film because of that. Yeah. Um, but as far as Aquaman 2, I don't know where I'm going to go with that because I, yeah, on principle, of... I'm going to like not want to support it. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to be honest. I, <laughs> Of course I want to fucking see it. Yeah. Like, it's Aquaman. It's, it, you know, DCU. Like, I love these things. Like, yeah. We have a fucking podcast be- yeah. mainly because of these kind of movies, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah. So, you know, uh, maybe it sounds bad, but like I'll, maybe I'll sneak into a theater. I don't know. Like, <laughs> um, so, I mean, those exist at that point. So, uh, I saw a, like, Photoshop or whatever that somebody did. And they were, like, they were saying, uh, replace Amber Heard with Amelia Clark. And I was like, okay, I could see that. Yeah, I yeah. could see that. Yeah, I hadn't thought of her with red hair, but the picture was really cool. I mean, let's be honest, and I'm not trying to be mean. I mean, anyone could do it. It's not yeah, a position. Just find a hot It's chair. not a role yeah. that they needed her for, yeah. right? Yeah. Get someone with with boobs that you could pop up in a yeah. in a, a skin tight cat a skin suit. tight yeah yeah swimsuit. Somebody who has any kind of chemistry with uh, yeah. Jason Momoa, which is probably not hard to Give do. Give him red hair, blue eyes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. They're gonna be fine. Yeah. It's like she had really great acting skills, yeah. right? Yeah. Exactly. It wasn't like a mind-blowingly amazing performance. It's just whatever. Yeah. And she's also going to be in the Snyder Cut. And that's we, what... we reported that she was going to do some extra scenes yeah. for the, the film, which I get, right? Even if they were going to throw her out of Aquaman 2, yeah. I get it. She's already in the fucking movie. Yeah. They already had footage of her, so it yeah. wouldn't make sense to get a different one. Right. Technically, it would be a part of the contract, right? Right. I would assume. I think this... The, you know what sucks, though, is that the fact that her role wasn't that mind-blowing makes it more insulting that they're keeping her. Because yes. she isn't integral to the role. She's just the person who played well, her last. the character is the important character is. to... Yes. The franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but her performance of that character wasn't anything special. They it didn't, was just fine. She was basically a bridge to just get him to fucking Atlantis, right? Yeah. That's all she was. Yes. Any reasonably then, average actress The implication could have done it. that they're going to have a thing, of course. But, yeah. like, 
the general audience isn't going to look at this sequel and go, wait a minute, that's not the same woman. Yeah. I don't take this movie seriously now. <laughs> exactly. So, I don't know. I guess we'll hold out hope that somebody decides to be fair, but who the fuck knows these days. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, again, with it all said, Fantastic Beast 3 already was delayed because of pandemic stuff. Now it's after this news, which I ended up leaving and them having to recast the character. Mm-hmm. The film's been delayed to summer of 2022 now. Of course. And uh, as far as I know, they haven't replaced the role yet. So we'll yeah, see what they do. there's been rumors swirling, but I, maybe by next week we'll have some better news. Yeah. Which I guess it wouldn't be so far-fetched that, you know, they have a different casting in a movie, right? The Harry yeah. Potter ones were known for uh, Grindelwald or whatever his name, right? Voldemort. Vold- no. Wait, who? The... the the president of the school. Dumbledore. Yeah. Grindelwald. I almost said Gandalf, so you're welcome. <laughs> but I was like, no. Yeah. Different old guy. <laughs> no, it was that was the first movie. The yeah. the, the actor passed away, right? Yes. And so they had to recast. And Gandalf, so I think, yeah. It wouldn't be that yeah. out of the realm of, of what they've done, right? Exactly. In fact, the one positive I guess I will say, it is kind of ironic and symbolic that they would replace the actor in this franchise yeah because he's the opposite role of that character in the franchise right yes i don't know if they're lovers or are they lovers it's, Im- it's implied it's right heavily but they implied have it. yeah it's it's vague but yes it's heavily or implied. they were lovers they were <laughs> yeah um you know i've seen rumors people are calling for colin farrell to come back because he was him originally but I mean, I'm not what? expecting that to happen. What do you mean? Remember he was like the Makuza guy? It turned out that he like shapeshifted into fucking... Remember that in the first movie? That was the same character? Yeah. I thought that was just like a random guy in the first movie that like died by the end. And <laughs> then we moved on with our no, lives. No, he was Grindelwald in disguise. Uh, I, okay. I guess I was just... We should just... probably rewatch those movies. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I was just more fascinated with the creatures than the actual plot. Yeah. <laughs> Which would be cool, but I feel like Colin Farrell is probably pretty fucking busy with all of his upcoming projects. Yeah, I mean, we'll plus see. he looks like the Penguin now, right? Yeah, he doesn't. I he, hope doesn't he doesn't even look like the same guy anymore. I hope he doesn't really look like that. Turns out he got plastic surgery. <laughs> it's not even cosmetic. Yeah. Well, I guess that would be cosmetic, but it's yeah. not makeup. It's not like, yeah, prosthetic or whatever. He's like, yep, this was not worth it. I am no longer the sexiest man of whatever year. <laughs> I assume he's won that at some point. I would imagine, yeah. As the penguin, he's probably better than me. No, no. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Uh, so, a, a bit of bad news. Um, I don't know. I, I, I like Johnny Depp. Yeah. And honestly, outside of this whole drama yeah. with Amber Heard and him, like, yeah. I honestly have no ill thoughts toward her. Like, it's just... Yeah. She's fine. As I don't know. Yeah, I, I literally only know her from Aquaman. Yes. In fact, I didn't even know she was married to him until after Aquaman. Yeah, you know what's crazy is I knew her name from the whole drama. And then I saw her in Aquaman. I knew that she was married to Johnny Depp. And then I saw, when I realized who played Mira in Aquaman, I was like, wait, that's her? (laughs) Because the last person I realized, I would still had in my head that he was with Vanessa Paradis or whatever. Like the other chick that he was with like Mm -hmm. two times before her. So I was like really confused. I had no idea that that she was actually his wife. Yeah, I have no idea clue who he's been with i i used to be obsessed with johnny depp but it's fine gotcha yeah (laughs) 
pre uh pre like charlie and the chocolate factory <laughs> are you sure that's not the one that, that did it for you that got a little weird i never really liked him until charlie and the chocolate factory <laughs> oh something about his kooky hair just turns me on his little page boy haircut <laughs> ew <laughs> He's got that deep voice that just really gets your juices flowing, if you know what I mean. Gross. And I'm not talking about the Laffy Taffy tubes. Yeah, tubes. I, I, I don't know, they got tubes. Like, the kid gets stuck in the tube, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Taffy tubes. Tubes were a thing. Okay. I don't know if I got made that up. All right. Uh, well, I mean, since we're talking about, I guess, controversial things in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, Anne Hathaway has apologized for the backlash on her movie The Witches, the, the remake that was on HBO we watched yeah. not too long ago. What backlash? Apparently, uh, there's a community of people who are upset at the depiction of the witches in the film because th- specifically their hands resemble that of people with a real condition called ectrodactyle ectrodactyly ectrodactyly i am not familiar with this at all but apparently it has something to do with the way your hands look yeah i kind of briefly glanced at this video i think i like saw a screenshot of it i guess it's people that are missing parts of their hands or extremities okay uh, they say that depicting evil characters like this is offensive to people with limb differences. Okay. That's a thing, I guess. So. But they're not like a deformity. It's uh, just they have only four fingers, four, three fingers and a thumb. The, I guess there's been a lot of social media traffic with this, and they're using the hashtag "Not a Witch" for people who are in this group group of okay. being upset. Okay. Over the implication of the witches. Okay. Um, I feel like this is a little bit overboard. Yeah, I feel like people are reading a little too much into it. Um, because by this logic, you can't have a character with any kind of backstory. Or else they are going to reflect real people as being evil, right? Yeah, yeah. What makes evil characters so good is them having these stories that that make you feel something for them, right? Yeah. The add emotion, add personality is something mm-hmm. that makes you understand them yeah so i don't it i think it's extreme i mean i'm sorry if people were offended by it that's i don't I, but i feel like i don't know i, I guess i'm not the I, I guess in my logic this means that ryan reynolds should apologize for deadpool because he's depicted burn victims as assholes yeah <laughs> or exactly. mass murderers yeah mass murderers <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they're not making fun of people with vestigial tails. They're not making fun of people with propecia who don't have hair. It's, I don't, I don't see this personally. Yeah. But I, I guess I'm not the person that's upset. So that's probably why I don't see it. Everyone's feelings are valid, but I feel like uh, maybe there's some middle ground we could find here. I don't yeah, know Yeah, of why. course. You don't want to, like, blatantly make fun of somebody. But, like, it, it doesn't, something has anything to do with, in my opinion categorizing anybody with any kind of disability yeah in any kind of light it yeah it's strange to me it definitely seems like people have more delicate sensibilities these yeah. days unless all of the people in the salem witch trials were actually just people with disabilities 
I don't know how you can make this confusion. I don't think someone's yeah. going around and be like, oh, that that's a witch. Yeah. <laughs> Look at those hands. That's a witch. Yeah. It's interesting to me. So WB and Hathaway, ha- and Anne Hathaway have apologized for this. The one thing I will say I did like about her apology is uh, it focused the message on children with this disability. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a nice gesture to, to help boost, you know, young individuals' self-esteem. Because, like, you do have to imagine it's hard to grow up feeling like you're different, right? Yeah. In any capacity. Not necessarily disabilities. Like, whatever your background is of why you feel like an outsider, right? Yeah. So, in that sense, I, I think it's great that it's helping make people feel better. But at, at the same time, I, I don't get how... I, I don't think it's good that we are in a society now where we're basically saying that nothing can ever be done because you might upset somebody maybe yeah i agree and while we're on the topic of upsetting people there's more news on the resident evil reboot (laughs) yeah i have a lot of problems with these fucking resident evil franchises not working out the way that they should yeah and i'm very skeptical of this one and i'm going to be upset until i'm proven this movie's good yeah but Donald Logue has been cast to play Chief Irons in the Resident Evil reboot. Okay. Does that seem like a good casting to you? I think it does. He kind of has the look. He's a good actor. Mm -hmm. I I think he could fit the role pretty well. Uh, This is a character that's that's mentioned in the first game. He plays a role in the second one, which is significantly big to the journey, I guess I'll say, Mm -hmm. of the story. Not necessarily the, the outcome of the story, but he plays a role to an extent. Okay. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with this character. But also Chad Rook and Lily Gao have been cast with no specific roles in this reboot. Okay. A lot of the suspicion is that Lily Gao is going to be playing Ada Wong. Okay. Chad Rook, possibly Richard Aiken from the first game. He was a part of the stars team inside the mansion. Okay. Uh, he looks very similar to the character, so I wouldn't be surprised if that's who he ends up being. All right. Good to know. So has that rounded out the cast as far as we know? or I mean, there's going to be more, I'm okay. sure. Gotcha. I mean, I don't know where they're going with the cast, so I mean, they, they have potential to add a lot more. Gotcha. They could add Sherry, which is the daughter of Birkin, who they already cast, so mm-hmm. that's a possibility that he'll or she'll be in there. Okay. He has a wife that plays a role, so mm-hmm. it's possible they could cast that. There's other stars members that, that they could be casting. I personally would like to see a umbrella mercenary called Hunk. <laughs> yeah, be put into the movie. I think that would be really cool to give him a some kind of fan acknowledgement in the mm-hmm. in the movie. You don't know what he looks like. He's always wearing military gear, so. Okay. That's an easy thing. You don't even have to have anybody big. You could just put anybody in a suit and be like, this is Hunk. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe have a scene where he eats tofu. You know, that's a nice little Easter egg for anybody who's a Resident Evil fan. Yeah. And if you don't know what that means, that kind of sucks. Well, hopefully you'll explain it to me after. Uh, maybe. We'll okay. see. <laughs> well, I think that's about it for our news this week. So let's get into what we watched this week. For anybody who's unaware of our rating system, here's how it works. If we hated something, we'll burn it. If it was disappointing but not the worst, we're going to sample it. If it was just okay or we're neutral, we're going to test it. And if it was pretty good, we're going to slice it. If we absolutely love the shit out of it, we're going to dissect it. 
And if all of us dissect it, we're DTF. All right, first up this week, we watched Wayne, which uh, I had no idea existed, so you told me about that. Yeah, so it's a U- <laughs> it's a, it was a YouTube original, if I'm correct. Yes. They, they had a, a venture into making their own shows. Yeah, it was subscription released service. previously on, in 2019 on YouTube yeah. Premium. Yeah, so that yeah. failed, mm-hmm. and so now this has landed on Amazon Prime as of this week. Yeah, November 6th officially is when it was released on Prime. Basic premise for this is a a troubled teen boy and a girl set out on a dirt bike headed to Florida in an attempt to get his dad's old 1979 Pontiac Trans Am back. Um, Not a very original plot, is it? Yeah, right? (laughs) It's very strange. You'll understand more why when you watch it, but um, yeah, it's very random and off the wall. And it's not like Mm -hmm. anything I've ever seen, I guess. Uh, Mark McKenna plays Wayne McCullough, the main character, and Ciara Bravo plays Del. Her name's Delilah, apparently. Lichetti, the girl. Mm-hmm. Dean Winters is in this as Bobby Lichetti. You might know him as Mayhem. <laughs> Bobby Lichetti is Del's dad, for anybody who hasn't seen the show yet. Uh, he may be Mayhem. Yeah. But more importantly, yeah. he is the beeper king that's true he is the beeper king <laughs> oh man get your shit straight <laughs> and then uh, mike o'malley i don't know what he's in but i feel like i've seen him in a million things he plays principal tom cole i feel like he was in like a comedy in like the 90s or early 2000s yeah probably where he was like the husband of somebody yeah of somebody. It was a really good show, yeah. and I highly recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> so, we watched um, five of the ten episodes for Wayne. So, Stephen, what did you think? I- I've really enjoyed this so far. I've loved it. Uh, it's a very hyperbolic, violent show. It- it's-, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Kill Bill, the TV show, but following these two young teens as they basically try and just get through life not mm-hmm. really knowing where they are going in the world they, mm-hmm. they they obviously are wanting to be something but they they feel like they're stuck in this shitty life that they have yeah um and so really this is just about their relationship the show is just about them literally meeting in the first episode yeah uh, she comes to sell him girl scout cookies at his front door yeah and he just asks her if she wants to come in yeah and uh, and she's like okay their relationship starts from there yeah. she's like yeah okay sure <laughs> and like it just the humor in this is very unique i would say it, yeah it's i don't know it would you call it dry it's kind of dry i'm not really sure it's it's hard to wrap my head around this show it's very subtle. Like the, yeah. the the humor is so subtle that you will either completely miss it or just think it's the weirdest shit ever. Yeah, I'm kind of somewhere between. I guess I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never seen Kill Bill technically, so I can't really speak mm-hmm. to that. But I feel like this is like a more violent version of Shameless. I see a. I could see that. Okay. I see a lot of Shameless in this show, which is probably why you looked over and I had this look on my face, like what's going on? Mm-hmm. Because I didn't watch Shameless with you, but like occasionally I watch an episode or two at a time, but I can't watch too much of it in a row because it's too like to me. I'm just like, oh, what are you doing? You know, like I just mm-hmm. want to shake people and be like, no, don't do that. Yeah. So well, and like the like 
the first scene of the fucking show, yeah. right? Yeah. He rides his bike up to this group of yeah. I don't know, guys just hanging out yeah. on the sidewalk, right? Yeah. And he he stirs shit with them for yeah. no absolute like, no as far as you know, no reason. Yeah. Just so that they beat the shit out of him. Yeah. And then like that's the he didn't fight back. Yeah. He just let them beat the shit out of him. Yeah. And it's very telling as if you get when you get more into his backstory and his mm-hmm. life and where he is. Yeah. Like it's more telling to his character. And the one thing I really like about the show is as traumatizing as scenarios that he's put in, as hard as it is to watch both the decisions he makes and just the life he's he's in. Mm-hmm. It it has this charm and and you feel you really feel for the character him and Dell you, yeah you, you you want them to succeed yeah whether they do anything irrational or not in this yeah. show like yeah you, you feel for them and you do care where it's going yeah that's true I I just think it's a very charming show uh, I think it was canceled as far as I could tell because mm-hmm. it was on YouTube. But hopefully, you know, Amazon sparks some interest in this show and, and people like it enough that maybe there's talks or possibility to even bring it back for another season. Yeah. Obviously, we haven't finished it, so I don't know how it ends, mm-hmm. but I would imagine they've left it open for another season. Yeah. I would imagine that also. So, I, for me, this was a dissect it. I, I absolutely love it and I can't wait to finish the rest of it. Uh, I'm, I'm going to slice it. I think you could tell I wasn't 100% into it. No? You're going to yeah. slice it, homeboy? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm i enjoying it, and I want to keep watching it, but there are parts where I'm like, ah, this is fucking weird, you mm-hmm. know? There's, I just, but it's the same yeah. thing with me and Shameless. Like, I couldn't watch too much at a time, so. I, I just really enjoy their their relationship, because you could tell like, they both have no clue what the fuck they're doing in life. Yeah. They both, even in the relationship that they have, like, they, they are, they're literally getting to know each other. As they throw themselves into this yeah. big, big decision of going on a road trip with each other. Yeah, but they're just making. Yeah, that's one. That's I think that's what bothers me about it is I I watch them making such terrible decisions mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, don't do that. No. Well, and like her, <laughs> like like her her dad, the Beeper King, yes. right? He. <laughs> like you look at him at him, and you're like this fucking piece of shit, right? Yeah. And like you hate him uh-huh. for things that he's he's done in the show. Yeah. But at the same time, you also see his side of the situation. And you're like, I mean. It's fair. Yeah. (laughs) I understand why he's frustrated about things. Maybe he's not handling it the right way. But like, we get where he's coming from. Yes. Uh, And then on top of that, they just add a very dark humor to this show. You know, Mm -hmm. the the violence at times is completely unnecessary. And it's it's like, it's just there for the shock value. Yes. Uh, But it doesn't really hold... As far as needing to be there for the story. No, yeah, definitely. And uh, we looked up uh, the actress that plays Dell. Uh huh. I cannot believe how old she is in real life. You see her on the show, you think she's a fucking 12 year old. Yeah, she looks super young. How old did she's, you say she is? I, I believe she was like 22 or 23. Yeah, that's impressive. So that means she was probably like 20, 21 or whatever around mm-hmm. the time of the, the show. Yeah. But she looks like she's a fucking child. Yeah, she and looks she's very an adult. Young. Yeah, insane. Yeah, insane. Really good show though. Well, definitely yeah. worth watching. Yeah, I re- recommend it as well. Just not a dissect it. I recommend won't, it. I won't dissect it. But <laughs> all right. Next up, we watched Barbarians. 
This is something I was excited for. It didn't really turn out to be what I expected, but nonetheless, we mm-hmm. watched it. Uh, this came out to Netflix October 23rd, and it was set during the Roman occupation of Magna Germania in 9 AD. Basically, it's a fictional representation of the events leading up to the Battle of Teutoburg Forest. Some battle back with the Romans versus the Germanic tribes, as they were called at the time. Um, it was originally in German and Latin, so that explains some things. We didn't realize that when we started watching it that it was going to be uh, dubbed. Yeah, so yeah. I, at first I didn't realize that, and then I was yeah. like, something's off was with just the audio. A, it was just like enough off, but it, it wasn't super off, but just a little at bit. At points it felt like it was yeah. naturally there. It was very there. close, yeah. It was very confusing. Uh, but I guess you can actually watch it in, uh, with subtitles as well. Like you don't, you can have the original audio. I guess there's a version oh, as well. Okay. Would you have rather have that? I would assume you'd rather the dub. I don't know. I feel like after a couple episodes, it, I got used to it that it, it yeah. didn't feel like it was yeah. distracting, like it was in the first mm-hmm. episode. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. It just was. Yeah, it was just a little distracting in the beginning. I'm just excited to hear that you can do. The other languages because it's yeah i don't know if it's just a setting or if it's an actual you find it oh. as a different format i don't know how it works okay but i found out you could watch it both gotcha. ways for anybody who does prefer one over the other yeah uh and i, I will be honest i was hesitant when at first like oh okay <laughs> not to say it wasn't going to be good it's just worried me for whatever yes. reason uh, but overall, I I will say I enjoyed this show. Mm-hmm. I think it, you know, I, I'm obviously always a sucker for anything Greek or Roman. Yeah. You know, it, any historical stuff like this, I'm into. I I, yes. I love that kind of stuff. And plus, I knew nothing about this battle, so this was all new to me. Of course, it's more fiction, I'm sure, off their story. But mm-hmm. it was just nice to. To be watching something based off something I was not familiar with already. Yeah, I wasn't exactly familiar with this battle. I just I don't want to give you that idea because I said it. I acted like I knew what I was talking about. I didn't. Oh, yeah? But... <laughs> it's not like those COVID tests, huh? Yeah, no, it's not. And I feel like this was a very small scale story. Even though it's based off this battle. Like it Basically, mm-hmm. the whole concept is surrounding this small village mm-hmm. who, in a sense, starts the battle with rome right yeah they instigate the battle against rome yes yeah and it it reminded me a lot of like the whole 300 story right yes a small underdog that has probably no chance of beating this big empire of rome right and their their army right yes uh so it it basically just sets up the entire confrontation between the two parties right yeah and i will say that the first episode had this pretty unique twist that if you pay attention you'll catch it yeah but it's definitely used in a way that after the first episode you you will really be really intrigued by where this is going and with that the whole show is basically that concept of the last scene of every episode is that that hook to get yeah. you to want to watch the next one. Yes. And I think we watched this all in one day, right? We yeah. watched the whole thing. Yeah, because there were only six episodes of this. Mm-hmm. So it goes by relatively fast as far as the the it's... steps to the to the actual battle. Like it, it, yeah. it's a fast storyline as far as yeah. And then 
I assume the actors and actresses in this are German or maybe from the surrounding areas because I didn't recognize them from anything. There's some interesting names in this. Obviously, they're supposed to be like ancient Germanic tribesmen names or whatever. Mm. But the main female character's name is Thusnelda. <laughs> She's played by Jean Gorsard. Gorsard. You ain't wanting another Thusnelda. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I, I literally didn't know what her name was the entire show until I looked I don't, because I don't think I knew any of their names the entire show. They said it show. a bunch of times, but I was like, I don't know what the fuck they're saying. Like, it was like Broomhilda, but like some other word in mm-hmm. there. And I was like, I know it's going to be one of these crazy Scandinavian yeah. names. And I look it up and it's Thysnelda and I've never seen that one before. So I don't know what that's about. Yeah. I'm really interested to see how this played out as far as its original run. Is this a show that's getting a second season? Is this a show that's popular? Did it come to Netflix because it didn't do that well and they're just trying to get a second audience? It is a Netflix original from what I understand. I believe Netflix so. Netflix made this show, they're, right? Yeah, they're one of the producers or, um, yeah, producers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Along with a German company. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I hope we get a second season of this because it was clearly designed to continue. Yeah. They they set yeah. they clearly set up plot points within it yeah. that they could go elsewhere. Yeah, that's true. It would, um, and I haven't watched like the Vikings show or or st- show. stuff like that. But like, yeah. I assume it's that vibe it, yeah. based off what the show is. Yeah, it seems like it could be similar to that. Yeah, but it would be harder to do since they did they base this around a real event. So it'd be interesting to see where they was, go. Was Vikings not based on a real event? Was it literally no, on no, History no. Channel? Yeah, yeah, it was based on a real event. <laughs> <laughs> but they based it on like a series of real events and this is based on the battle of whatever during mm. between the Romans and so I guess you could see the, the aftermath. Sh- the of show's how called this... Barbarians though. Yeah. You, you could so have you a could different just... battle for the next season or yeah. just a different historical thing yeah. altogether. That's so fun fact, I didn't know that uh I think it's in that the ancient Romans called the Germanic tribes barbarians. <laughs> like, it's just such a weird... Uh, they definitely had this very elitist mindset in yeah. the show, right? And I, I assume that was based off actual documentation of the way it was. I mean... Yeah, I know there was some basis in history, yes. Every time we watch a show like this, I always want to, like, go back and, like, read about the actual, like, mm-hmm. nonfiction version. And then I'm like, God, I'm such a fucking nerd. And then I never do it, so... Yeah. <laughs> See what Fusnelda was up to back then? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, I think I would definitely recommend it. I'm I'm going to dissect this one. Okay. I think I'll probably slice it. I really enjoyed it, but mm-hmm. I feel like there were things that bothered me a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was more based on characters themselves rather than any issues with the plot or anything like that. Gotcha. I think the plot was really clever. It, yeah. I, I liked... There the, were quite a few things. The way we... they put the twist and how that evolves into the entire mm-hmm. season overall, yeah. like mm-hmm. how it, the implications of, of what the twist is, it, yeah. I think really works well for the show. Yes. Um, it just, there were certain characters I feel like brought the show down. Mm-hmm. And so that's my only problem. Gotcha. Okay. So for our movie this week, we watched Yes, God, Yes. This one came to Netflix October 22nd. And uh, it was previously released in some theaters July 24th and digitally July 28th. But we waited long enough and now we get to see it without paying extra. (laughs) So it worked out out for us. 
Um, so if you guys were interested in that, this is one of those South by Southwest ones. I'm pretty sure it was part of that film festival oh, thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's fo- focused on a teen Catholic schoolgirl who's kind of struggling with her sexuality and puberty while being a Catholic schoolgirl and like trying to follow the rules in the Catholic church and all of that stuff. Yeah. It's, it's a coming of age story. Yeah. No pun intended. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And Natalia Dyer is in this. She plays the main character, Alice. You might know her as Nancy Wheeler from Stranger Things. And her friend, um, friend Laura, is played by Francesca Reel, who also is in Stranger Things, which I didn't realize until I was doing the notes. She was the lifeguard, Heather Holloway. I don't remember there being a female lifeguard. Yeah, she was like the mayor's daughter or whatever, whenever they go to like... Okay, yeah. I uh, whatever. All right, that yeah. was season one, two, the three, most recent three. season, I think. Okay, whatever the most recent one is, yeah. I just remember the the brother character being the only lifeguard I can recall. Yeah, in the she show. was the female lifeguard. Yeah, okay. she had glasses on. I feel like she was obviously a really big role. She was a pop. No, she actually was in like lots of episodes. Okay, well, I <laughs> I know the time. I had to go back and look her up because I was like, no, she fucking wasn't. Yeah. Like I don't recognize her. Fake ass bitch. <laughs> Act like she's in show. She's not. She was somebody. This is like that important family's uh, daughter. And the one where. What's Did she name? just Goes go missing? And that was like. No. She's in the house where. Okay. Whatever. It's, it's fine. fine. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It does Completely not matter. Completely separate issue. Anyway. Um, and then Timothy Simons plays Father Murphy. Um, he's actually Jonah from Veep for anybody who watched that. He's in a couple of other things. He looked too. familiar, but I didn't know what he, what I knew him from. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm pretty sure the only I thing f- I feel like he's in comedies. He's in quite a few things that you've seen. So that's probably why, okay. but I most, most recognized him from Veep. Yeah. So basically this, this whole movie is just a coming of age story about this girl who's getting to that point of puberty mm-hmm. and she's starting to get these urges and feelings and she mm-hmm. doesn't know how to really deal with it i guess you could say yeah because she's being told that she's a sinner and all this stuff she yes. does it and it's a, it's a dark comedy right it's, yes, it's a very it is it takes us a, a very satirical take on religion and how they educate people yeah about their sexuality yes okay yeah i think it it wasn't it didn't seem like it was making fun of religion at all so that was uh there were just some things that they they kind of pointed out the hypocrisies that may or may not have been related to the well, religion. That was like the whole but, movie, right? It yeah. was Everything was yeah. like... I liked that they pointed that out because a lot of movies and whatnot don't like really approach that because they just don't want to like bother with it because yeah. it's controversial. I mean, they're not like saying anything about religion itself. No, no, just, just in general that messages. It, nobody's infallible type stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it was. I think it was an, a nice story because it wasn't really... It kind of basically the message was take everything with a grain of salt. <laughs> think for yourself kind of stuff yeah you know and i like that mind your own fucking business yeah you know yeah no kidding (laughs) this was another one where i was kind of like sometimes i was like oh what are you doing you're being fucking idiot yeah but uh it was still entertaining and i enjoyed it overall but i think that kind of added to like the idea of like she's this young person who who's just dealing with something that she doesn't quite understand yet and, yeah. and like she doesn't know what and she should or should not be doing it was realistic uh, at least in areas yes. that she's in yeah it was very realistic in that 
when you're not given the whole picture, you can't make an informed decision. So you're going to make dumb decisions, especially as like a preteen or whatever. Mm. So it it was a little frustrating for me to watch, but it wasn't unrealistic. So yeah, I liked it. She was probably taking a bunch of COVID tests too, just yeah. for the fucking shits and giggles yeah. of it all. Yeah, probably. She thought it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought it was a charming, charming movie. And at first I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like this. Like, you know, I can't really relate. I... Yeah. I didn't go through puberty as a young girl in Catholic school, unfortunately. <laughs> Are you sure? So I didn't get that experience. I'm, yeah. But um, it ended up being really, really fun and enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you find yourself really caring about her, right? It, yeah. It's not even about anything that you would deem, like, that needs to have a story, right? But, yeah. like, you, you care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it was set probably in the time when we were that age. So it was a little nostalgic. I was, that's where I was confused at. First, I was trying to figure out, is this set in an old time or is this set in modern time, but they live in an area where they're behind in technology? It, it seems like it was set in the, we'll say 90s, right? Yeah. There was a lot late of reference. 90s. They were on AOL chats, yeah, right? Yeah, on AOL. So, they were playing Snake on their Nokia brick yeah. phone. It's safe to say she wasn't scrolling through Pornhub. Yeah. Adventuring her sexuality. Yeah. In, in the modern yeah. So it was enter- it was entertaining in that way because there was also a little bit of nostalgia thrown in here and there. Mm. And they had some like good comedy as far as like chat rooms and stuff and yes. like her inexperience and not not or, knowing or not what knowing. certain terms mean. And it made me laugh too because I remember being young on AOL <laughs> and getting those exact fucking messages yes. and not knowing what they meant. Like what? And I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> yeah, that's true. And in retrospect, I should not have been. On AOL Messenger, you know, whatever, me- chat rooms. Yes. <laughs> At yes. that age. Chat rooms. That's ex- exactly right. So uh, I enjoyed it. I- I'm going to give it a slice. It. I thought it was a really fun, enjoyable experience. Whether yeah. you could relate to her or not, I, I think it it's entertaining enough just off the humor aspect of it all. Yeah, I agree. I'm also going to slice this one. Okay. That covers it for our movies and TV section. If you're enjoying the show, check out our Facebook group, Dissecting This Fiction Podcast, or follow us on Twitter at DTFPod. While you're at it, don't forget to subscribe, rate our podcast, or even leave us a review on your podcast service of choice. If you don't mind, you could also head over to Apple Podcasts specifically and leave us a rating or review there because then we could get noticed and more people will find us. It'd be great. Uh, We would even appreciate direct feedback if that's what you prefer to learn how we're doing. So if that's more your speed, send us an email at dtfpod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Uh, You can also find us on dtfcast.com. Well, we teased it a little bit earlier. We are in the next gen of gaming. uh, And with that, we have some gaming news and releases. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of releases, actually. Yes. I don't think we're going to go through all of them, but let's get through the big, important ones that are coming out. For current and next gen, right? Yes. Or I guess past and current gen, you would say now. I guess so. Well, not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Not, not for not all Not till Thursday. Yeah. Uh, November 10th, multi-platform, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. You know, there you go with the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Just Dance 2021, Yakuza Like a Dragon. That's the Square Enix RPG. Mm-hmm. And Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. From what I understand with that game, it's basically Guitar Hero for kingdom hearts fans okay uh november 12th godfall on ps5 and pc bug snacks ps4 and ps5 and pc bug snacks 
Yep. The, it's, Can't wait. It's the knack of, of next gen, right? <laughs> yeah. But it looks uh, worse. November 13th, <laughs> Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War, PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. That is the one that I am for sure excited about. Yeah. So I could get some new zombies action with my friends. Yeah. As far as the Xbox realm, November 10th, Borderlands 3 has a new 4K update for next gen uh, with some new skill trees and such. Yes. Found out you have to pay for it though. Oh, shit. Not the graphic stuff, but the, the new skill tree trees. stuff. It's like $20, $25 for uh, Season Pass 2. Ah. Uh. So okay. we'll have to figure that out at yeah. a later date. Bright Memory. It's basically a demo for the Xbox Series X. Um, the the full game is still in development by one guy, actually, who's doing this game. Oh, wow. Uh, so it's an $8 demo, essentially. It's going to take you less than an hour to, to beat it, but I think it's oh, supposed really? to have replay value. So okay. that's one to look forward to for people. Ghost Runner. Gears Tactics. That's for both Xbox One and Series X slash S. Tetris Effect Connected is coming to Xbox. That's actually a PSVR game on PlayStation that that's brought over with now adding multiplayer online mm. action to it. Okay. Very fun game if you like Tetris. Venturing to the PlayStation realm, The Pathless on PS4 and PS5 November 12th. Spider-Man Miles Morales PS4, PS5 November 12th. Demon Souls PS5, that's the remake of the beloved strategy slasher. Mm-hmm. Astro's Playground, which is what I understand a essentially a tutorial thing for the PS5 controls and user interface. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's getting good reviews. And then finally Sackboy, A Big Adventure, which is a PS4 and PS5 game based off the Little Big Planet mm-hmm. mascot. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is a decent amount, and it's yep. not even anywhere near all of them. Yeah. Uh, so, if you didn't have a big backlog already, you sure yeah. as fuck will. You sure as fuck do now. Yeah. Uh, a little Nintendo news. The Switch has officially outsold the NES for most units. 68.30 million units in the new earnings report for the Switch. Uh, it has surpassed the NES that had 61.91 million units. A little bit of interesting facts. The Wii U only had 13.56 units, or million units. (laughs) (laughs) 13.56. GameCube was at 21.74 million units. Nintendo 64, 32.93 million units. Super Nintendo, 49.10 million units. 3DS, 75.94 million units. And the biggest success of Nintendo's console history, the first Wii, 101.64 million units. Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah, that's a lot. That kind of blows everybody else out the water. I imagine the Switch will hit that, though. I I mean, they're already at almost 70 million, right? Yeah. And it's only the first couple years. Right. Yeah, I think that definitely will. Because the Wii kept selling the entire time the Wii U was Mm -hmm. out, too. And basically, the Switch is just taking all of the games on Wii U that were good mm-hmm. and putting them on a console that people are actually buying. Yeah. The Wii U did not sell well. No, it didn't. It doesn't mean it didn't have good games, though. Right. Uh, bad news for anybody who likes the Friday the 13th game, which is very, uh, I guess, 
That's appropriate good, for coming this week, timing, right? Yeah. Uh, so the game is going to have its final update uh, and close the servers this month. The dedicated servers will shut down after this update. And according to the publisher, Gun Interactive, uh, you can still play this game via peer-to-peer quick play slash private matches. And the database servers will remain active, housing all players' progression and unlocks. Uh, they basically are doing a patch to fix any issues with the game before they shut down completely. This game was successful, but it was basically killed because of legal issues with the character rights as far as ownership outside of the game. Oh, okay. It's not really the game had nothing to do with it. It was two parties were in court about ownership of the of the Friday the 13th. Mm. So because of that, they had to halt all new content for the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have moved on to do the Predator Hunting Grounds game, which I've talked about in the past. Yes, yeah. Yeah, so Amazon is randomly shipping products in Mario theme boxes now, so that's kind of fun. I guess you don't have to purchase anything that's associated with Mario or anything related to it, but um, they're just completely random, and they partnered with Nintendo to promote and celebrate Mario's 35th anniversary. But uh, apparently the question was asked, and it will not increase your chances of getting a Mario box if you purchase something Nintendo related. So don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, Square Enix reportedly lost over $63 million just on the Marvel's Avengers game by itself. Wow. Yes. So uh, Tokyo-based game analyst David Gibson said that Square Enix lost over $63 million. Uh, this is based on the HD games released this year. It includes games like Final Fantasy VII Remake and other bigger titles. However, the company is up overall 43%. They just saw a significant loss after the poor response to the Avengers game. Okay. So they're still successful, but they theoretically could have had a lot more success had this game panned out. Right. They luckily had other shit to keep them afloat. Yeah. I got big news. We've talked about this potentially happening a couple of times. The Mass Effect Legendary Edition was officially announced by BioWare. Uh, November 7th was labeled N7 Day amongst uh, Mass Effect fans. And to celebrate, the Bioware blog actually said, it's, a tough, it's tough keeping a big secret and we really struggled to keep this in a surprise, but now it's official. Today we announced the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. We've heard for years your request for a Mass Effect remaster, so we're super happy to finally reveal that we've been working on a remastered edition of Mass Effect Trilogy. Um, so it's going to include remaster uh, all content from the games and DLC remastered in 4K and available spring of next year for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PC. Very fun. Very exciting. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't really ever play those games. So to me, this is something that I can go and finally play them. Mm-hmm without feeling like I'm playing outdated controls and all that stuff. Because mm-hmm. I've tried playing the first one multiple times. It's just yeah. been hard because I feel like it's very hard to navigate yeah. the menus and stuff and, and just yeah the actual game. I tried playing the first one right before Andromeda came out so I could get familiar with the series or whatever, and it was really hard to play for me. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just... I don't know what I'm doing, so maybe we'll see. I, I think the biggest hard-hitting question that fans can ask is, will you be able to fuck alien bitches in this game <laughs> I still? Mean, usually you can, so yeah, still. They take that part away. Emphasis, still. <laughs> yeah. People are like, that game didn't have that. <laughs> this guy's a freak. 
<laughs> well, uh, until that comes out, if you are looking for any kind of RPG to, to mess around with. Yeah. I don't know if you can fuck alien bitches in it, but. <laughs> You're about to find out. Yeah, about to find out for <laughs> Dragon Quest Eleven S Definitive Edition. That's a handful, huh? Yeah, it is. Gets a 10-hour demo for for people to play. 10-hour demo. This is a game that's already been released, but they are adding new features and stuff to a new version of the game. Uh, It's available now for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, as far as the demo goes. And it's 10 full hours of this game. This is going to have a save that will transfer over to the full game when that releases. Nice. This makes sense that it would be a 10-hour game, though, right? Because yeah. it's an RPG. Those are usually hundreds of hours of gameplay, yeah, right? If exactly. you play everything. Mm-hmm. So in proportions, 10 hours is not that big of a deal. Yeah. Here's an interesting thing, though. This demo is comparable to the entire length, give or take, of, if you're a completionist or not, of Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales coming to PS4 and PS5. You mean that fully priced game? Yeah, that game that's fully <laughs> priced. And hardcore fans have been talking shit that it's a complete game. Yeah. Has now been confirmed to be a 7 to 10 hour-ish game. Maybe longer, depending if you suck at swinging through the city. So it'll probably be like 30, 30 hours for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Five hours just to see what outfits you can wear. No, I'm just excited that you're getting the PS5 so that I get to have a PS4 downstairs. Yeah. (laughs) I'm also excited because I get to have a PS4 downstairs. Oh, yeah? (laughs) Some days you're just like, I kind of want to play a PS4 game. (laughs) But it's all the way upstairs. (laughs) So, uh, I mean, the game is going to be successful. But I just thought that was interesting that there's a demo out for... The same amount of time. For the same amount of time as a full game that's like the the system seller, arguably, for PS5. It's a little embarrassing. They should be embarrassed. Um, But with that news, Spider-Man Remastered, which is being tacked on for the Ultimate Edition of the Spider-Man release, uh, has confirmed that it is also going to now have a save transfer for the PS4 to the PS5. And Mm. it's going to be done in an update. Uh, originally, Insomniac had no plans to do this, and it kind of upset people. It's interesting that they acted like it was dif- too difficult yeah, to do. Yeah, they worded it like it just wasn't possible. Oh, yeah, the architecture makes it... Uh. And then now <laughs> now you're seeing other developers on the PS4 yeah. to PS5 doing it. Yeah. And they're like, well, fuck. Yeah. So they're going to do an update, and not only are they adding the ability to, to add your transfer in... But they're also going to add three more suits, which what I assume was going to only be exclusive to the PS5 Mm. remaster. But they are now going to add them into the PS4 version of the Spider-Man game. Okay, that's cool. That's what it seems like. Yeah. Like, uh, our bad, here, take these with you. Uh Uh-huh. One of which is actually the amazing Spider-Man suit from the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man franchise. Okay. The other two are just some random ass comic deep cut mm-hmm. costumes, it seems. Gotcha. That's interesting, huh? Yeah. But on the PS5 front, Sony has announced that all PS5 console sales on launch day will be online only. 
whether it be through them or even through retailers. Uh, many retailers have said the same things in their social media feeds and all that stuff that they will not be selling PlayStation or Xbox even at some situations mm-hmm. in store. And you have to buy them online through their websites for either shipment or some locations pick up mm-hmm. as long as it's already been bought. Right. So if you're fortunate to even get one, you got to go online. Good luck. Yeah, so you can't rely on, like, elbowing people out of the way to get what you want. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I'm sure, I mean, we know that there's low stock on the consoles right now for both both yeah. companies, right? So yeah. I'm sure this was more helpful to them because they're like, well, we'll keep less people from coming into the store asking and, yeah. and slowing down our business right. for the day yeah, uh, or week or whatever. I'm yeah. out of time. And good to keep less people out of the stores for a no reason for COVID stuff. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's a win-win. I'm sure yeah. it, that was the whole idea, right? Yeah. For those who do get a PS5, you will find out they added a feature to the console, which will actually allow you to see how long you've been playing games. What? So they don't have that already? No, that's not been a feature. Xbox has that, right? Yeah. That's okay. why it was funny. It when seems I like saw such this. a basic feature on Xbox. It's a basic bitch feature. <laughs> So I'm yeah, Xbox has had this where you can go and look at the stats on your game. Yeah. You know, fun stats, how long you play, you know, yeah. where you compare against your friends with yeah. like, you yeah. know, time played or or just kills per yeah. enemy, stuff like that. You yeah. know, it always random times stats. you died or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how much of your time have you wasted, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they're adding this feature. But the cool thing is, which again, kind of like you said, like, well, that wasn't already a thing. Yeah. They're retroactively adding it for PS4 titles. Oh, cool. So it'll automatically know all of your data for the PS4 games you've played. Nice. You don't have to go and look it up. It'll just be there. Even better. Yeah. So that tells me they kept that data from the start on their end. Uh-huh. They're just able to now feed it now to Now they're you. just providing it to yeah. the user. Yeah. So I'm pretty interested to see what games I have the most time on. With PlayStation. Yeah, I'd love to see how many fucking hours I played Lord, more, uh, what is it, Lord of the Rings War in the North? Well, that was on Xbox, wasn't it? No, oh, no, that, that was PlayStation, PlayStation 3. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, you won't get damn that. Damn it. They don't give a fuck about you. Fuck. <laughs> you're right, they probably don't. You're not relevant <laughs> enough now. You're you're living on the past what, consoles. Whatever. If they would just fucking update the game, yeah. I would play it again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really annoyed because I never got that uh, that trophy uh-huh. for having three people do like yes. a critical hit at the same time uh-huh. or some stupid shit like yeah, that. Yeah, it was fucking bullshit. Like it's the only one I needed. Yeah. And at the time, they didn't yeah. have enough people playing. And just, yeah. Uh, and we, we tried, tried to get a, a third times, person in there. It didn't, didn't work. work out. It was bullshit. Yeah. Sorry. So that's one of my fucking... Skeletons in your closet. Yeah, that's one of my skeletons in my closet. <laughs> I have to avoid that topic yet. Like you get like interviewed by the FBI. Is there like is there anything else you want yeah. to tell us? Uh, uh, why are you why are you sweating so much? There's this one trophy I didn't get on PS3 from this very obscure game that nobody played. Yeah. Did you get on the walkie-talkie. Uh, we're gonna need backup. <laughs> the downside to the PS5 release. Mm-hmm. The external hard drive functionality that has been promoted is not going to be accessible until a later date. You won't be able to plug in your hard drives to store extra games on. Oh, that's a bummer. Uh, so that adds to the already small 825 gigabyte hard drive issue, right? Which mm-hmm. apparently has been confirmed the size after all of the UI data and all that stuff mm-hmm. on the console brings it down to 667.2 gigabytes to be used on the console that's for 
games. Shockingly small. And depending on the size of the games, because there's some out there that are really fucking big. Yeah. Uh, Like, for example, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War is around 40 gigabytes bigger on next gen than it is on current gen. Damn. The PS4 has around 95 gigs. The PS5 has about 133 gigs. The Xbox One has 93 gigs. And the Series X slash S has it about 136 gigs. Mm. Yeah, that's a pretty significant difference. That's like what, like so a little more than one-fifth of that your storage space. That game alone, space. Yeah, a, close a, to. A, a good chunk of your yeah. hard drive. Yeah. And that's probably not even including Warzone, which will be extra huge in itself. Right, right. Which I think it's around 200 right now. Jesus. For that altogether. It's a lot. Yeah. It's complicated. So space is going to be a premium for until they get their fucking Yeah, and I, I don't think they've really established when that's going to happen, but... Christmas Day. Yeah. So <laughs> here's the one problem with the PS5 not having externals also. Mm-hmm. Uh, that means you can't back up any of your saves for your games unless you use PlayStation Plus cloud storage, which oh. then means you're at risk if you don't have PlayStation Plus, you're at risk of losing everything. Just say yeah. your, your console breaks down, uh, it gets stolen, something unfortunate happens. Mm-hmm. You now lost all of that. So it also kind of means that you, in a sense, have to pay in order to have access to your I wonder if PS4 they just, to PS5 content. I wonder if they just sold a lot of one-month memberships <laughs> so people could do this. Probably. They see a huge <laughs> spike in one-month like, memberships. Oh, our business is looking good. Yeah, right? <laughs> Who knows, but it was a, a marketing Sneaky strategy. Fuckers. Yeah, probably did it on purpose. Yeah. Uh, Godfall, the supposed Xbox exclusive, mm-hmm. uh, is now established in marketing for the game. That is only a six-month PS5 console exclusive. Uh, that ends on May 12th, 2021, where it will then go to Xbox. I also don't understand how you call it a console exclusive. Okay, so well, it's exclusive to that console? That's the wording. Okay. It's a console exclusive, meaning... So no other it's console the only will have console it. That so gets it. it's the argument of because it is on PC. So yeah. it's the argument of a PC is not a console. Okay, sure. Uh, right. Okay. Exactly. So <laughs> so it will be on PC and PS5 on launch day. Yeah. And then Xbox six months later. Okay. That's the thing. Uh, lastly, originally reported by the gamer. Uh, says that GameStop has seemingly canceled a company-wide contest that asked employees to perform a synchronized TikTok dance in exchange for prizes, of which include Amazon Echo 8, Amazon Echo Auto. I don't quite know what the difference of that those two is. I'm uh, assuming Auto Echo go- 8 means it's a manual use. I don't know what an Echo is, but an Auto goes in your car. Okay. Yeah. That, there you go. Automobile. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's also completely not necessary if you have just like an Alexa-enabled device. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you also get a $100 Visa gift card. And uh, this, I guess, is where they got the reporting. 10 hours to work on Black Friday will also be included in the prize. Is that a prize? That's where I was confused. Oh. I would take an intentional loss and have the day off. <laughs> yeah. How do I not enter this yeah. contest? The only thing I can think of. Like, is- I would like shit myself during the video <laughs> to 
to avoid winning or something. You know, whatever <laughs> Every, it takes. Everyone votes for you just because you know? it's hilarious. Like the the Marvel's Avenger. Yeah. You know, Captain America's thing. Yeah. What, whatever it takes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's been removed from the GameStop conference portal, apparently. Mm, okay. But there has not technically been any cancellation that's been official for this contest. Okay. Uh, it's just a weird thing, right? Like, so I'm assuming because they're probably being scarce about hours for employees during this time yeah it's considered a good thing yeah to, get to like work if people really need the extra hours yeah so i imagine there's some out there who's like yeah I, I, I want to right but capitalism why, is the worst why would you why would that be considered a prize the only thing anybody? i can think of the only reason i would ever want to win that is if i had like one of your old jobs where it was like a fucking scam bullshit where you only got holiday pay for working the holiday if you mm-hmm. also work the next day yeah so if everybody has to work on the, on Thanksgiving, but they don't want that many people working the next day, Which, it'd be dumb if they were open on Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, especially it would. in a pandemic yeah, it where would be really people are being told not to go to stores. Yeah, right. I, yeah, it wouldn't make any sense. I will be shocked if stores, retail stores, are open on Black Friday. A lot of them have already said they're not going to be open on Thanksgiving, and they're not going to have Black Friday other than uh, online. Like, because we've kind of established you can just do online, right? People yeah. will buy your shit. And God, can can I just say amen to that? And you can Fuck. roll out like sectional yes. deals every there have day, been, every I get week. notifications every goddamn day already for Walmart. Mm-hmm. And like other things are like, oh, Black Friday deals today. And I'm like, yeah. it's, what? It's two weeks away. And doing it online, you're going to have a lot less anxiety. Mm-hmm. You're going to have like more of an ability to like, really figure out what you want right yeah. you don't have like the like the chaos of like oh i about grab what i can now mm-hmm. plus you're gonna likely go back more and more yes because you're not gonna and have the one experience yeah. of like get what my, you can here, my only gripe with it is can we just think of a new name then because it's clearly not fucking black friday anymore it's the couple weeks the like, it's countdown to Christmas. Everybody's doing their holiday shopping. Like, find a new fucking name because it's not one day anymore. So. Oh, yeah. That's I mean, my it, only it problem It basically goes into it. the Monday. Yeah. At the very least. Yeah. The Cyber very, Monday, It was right? already not really Black Friday anymore because it was, like, the whole entire fucking weekend after Thanksgiving. So, yeah. I just wish we could find a better. Hell, I'm seeing Best Buy. Yeah. Give me notifications. Yeah. Uh, oh, we have early Black Friday yeah. sales. Like. Yeah. It's not Black Friday. <laughs> no, it's So, not. you have a sale. You have a sale. It's called a sale. <laughs> Just call it like you know. The thing that pisses me off is like a lot of a lot of stores don't have actually legitimate sales until Black Friday. So they call it a Black Friday sale because it's actually more than five percent off. Just make that the new normal. Mm. Let's go back to the times where a sale was like more than ten percent off. Anything less than ten percent off, don't fucking talk to me about it. That's yeah, not a I, sale. I think I got ten percent off as a employee discount at. I want to say it was like Rite Aid. I got twenty percent off I, at Raw. I got like trash of a discount there. I, I feel like that's a yeah, that's a bad employee discount. Yeah, ours was twenty percent, and then three times a year we would get forty percent for like a weekend. They they would have a day where it was like twenty percent. I think okay, that was like yeah, God, they were so cheap, so rude. They probably guys still are. Yeah, that's true. I bet it's probably gotten worse. Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah, I was always shocked that the discount at Ross was so high. It might yeah. be less now, but. I, people that I knew got really good mm-hmm. holiday gifts when I worked at Ross. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I worked at Best Buy, like, I got a fucking, this is back when you, like, 
when tube TVs were still a thing. Yes. I got a spanking great deal. Is that a term? It is now. (laughs) It felt natural, so... We're going to make I mean, who hasn't enjoyed spanking a butt, you know? (laughs) A spanking great deal. (laughs) I got a spanking great deal on a tube TV that was an open box return. Uh Uh-huh. It was like the person bought it, Mm -hmm. decided for whatever fucking reason that they regretted their decision. Yeah. And because it was out of box, Mm -hmm. it was like dropped in price Mm -hmm. so i got the discount on it because of that and then on top of that i got the employee discount yeah and so i got it for like a really good price and that was like my basically 360 when 360 was first a thing it had the input Uh things that were like better than the standard whatever oh yellow so it was component instead of composite it was component thank you that's the name of it it was component and yeah. so, like, it looked fucking good. Yeah, it was, it was like, basically it was a fancy tube. It was TV. basically the Series X to the <laughs> one yeah. of that time. Yeah, uh, I got a, It looked popping on that yeah. screen. I got a really good deal at Ross one time. Somebody returned. Um, yeah. It was like a basically a prom dress thing. It was like a fancy dress, and it happened to be like our employee double discount thing. So like they returned it, and it had been a long time, so it got like immediately marked down to like, I don't know three dollars and then after my discount i got it for 49 cents wow never wore it not once but i was like it was worth it because it was such a good deal and i wanted to wear it Mm -hmm. but i just never had anywhere to wear it because i'd already gone to prom i'd already been done with high school but i was like well yeah i want this never never had any opportunity to wear it but it was such a good fucking deal Mm -hmm. it was the best yeah yeah so when people asked where you got it Please tell me. I said I got you it said, at Ross. I got it at Ross. I did say that. <laughs> I got, got it, it at Ross. Ross. <laughs> I said that. I hope that's still their slogan and people are like, Probably. what the fuck is that? I said that like completely organically one time when I was on the phone with Chloe. Like I was at fucking the mark. I was somewhere yeah. in Rosedale like going to another store and they're like oh and I, like I was looking for something I was like oh yeah yeah I got it and they were like oh where did you get it and I was like I got it at Ross yeah and then there was like a pause and then, and then you were like <laughs> and internally that was the moment you realized I need to quit my job yes. I need to move on with my life yeah they got me trapped yeah so then she like immediately starts singing it this is a yeah. Stockholm syndrome yeah at its finest now yep yeah, so I don't know what they're fucking... We digressed a lot, but the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> they're a weird contest thing. I mean, kind of a dick move to cancel any kind of contest fun thing at this time of year, if that's what happened, let alone offering work well, time okay, as, here's an, the thing. as an award. I It sounds like that they were just offering hours, but like in my head, if it's... We're going to give you 10 hours of pay for Black Friday... Like that day, but you're not gonna have to work. Then yeah, that's then, a great yeah, deal. Yeah, that's a prize. I that, agree. That's a prize. Yeah. But if they're like, oh, you just have the ability to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I will shit myself before I work on Black Friday. In fact, if you tell me I have to work Black Friday, I will then shit I myself. I will also shit myself. <laughs> Out of shock that you're making me work <laughs> on, an, on an online only holiday. Yeah. This year. Yeah. And they go one further. If you make me work Black Friday yeah. and I have no way of not showing up, I will work 
with my pants <laughs> filled with shit. Like, I am going to duct tape my ankles. <laughs> and I am neck. going to eat as many fucking raunchy foods as I can. <laughs> and I'm filling those fucking parachute pants to the rim. As I help the three fucking customers that didn't get the goddamn online memo. <laughs> they still have like a like a not smartphone. <laughs> They're trying to pull it up on their flip phone. Yeah. <laughs> Let me show you this less than one megapixel photo. Yeah. Uh, I, I see you have in your ad, sir, that's a Burlington <laughs> Coat Factory ad you have. Oh, is this not Burlington yeah. Coat Factory? <laughs> do, you, do you not have coats? <laughs> sir, the only coats we have... Are me coating my pants with <laughs> shit right now. You better wear the brown pants. Yeah. <laughs> you better wear the brown pants. I think those are good words to end our episode on. Indeed. <laughs> you better wear the brown pants for Black Friday. Yep. So we didn't play anything really enough this week to talk about it, but believe me, you will have a lot next week because we'll have two new consoles so we've got to have something to talk about you sound a little bit like we're out there two new consoles <laughs> two new consoles my wife got me two new consoles <laughs> they are hopefully they're nice <laughs> all right well it's been real thanks everyone for listening hopefully we filled your time with entertainment uh, be sure to check us out on Facebook. It's Our group is called Dissecting This Fiction Podcast. And you can also follow us on Twitter at DTFPod. We'll be posting news and other relevant pop culture items all week long. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice, especially if you've got Apple Podcasts. That'll give us an extra boost if you wanted to give us a review. Or we would even appreciate direct feedback if you don't want to publicly post anything you can send us an email at dtfpod at gmail.com you can send us suggestions or content requests you know we'll take whatever we'd love to hear from you you can also find us on dtfcast.com and one last thing (laughs) even if you don't work at gamestop and you're gonna have to work black friday in the same bullshit situation Uh uh-huh shit your pants yeah duct tape your ankles (laughs) shit your pants Shit, shit yourself. <laughs> shit yourself. <laughs> Make sure they're the brown pants, though. Don't wear white pants if yeah. you're gonna do that, or Tr- do I guess. Treat yourself and shit yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>